stop on this train will be... It's up to you, New York, New York. on a hill in the air, the deep center, fetch back, away back, yeah. she is gone. All right, whatever. This thing's on. We're here. Welcome. Sucked. Welcome to a second episode of 161st Street, and we come to you with great happiness in our hearts. But we did kind of just watch a brutal, brutal injury to Gio Rochelle. Hopefully, it's not an injury. But we're recording during this game just because of time constraints. But. Um, Gio fouled one off his knee, gets up, gets back in the box, and then fouls one off his opposite shin. So he just took a beating, and that's the last thing we need. But um, we got a lot of great things to talk about in this episode. We're real excited. We're coming off of three great games, and we realized that last time, you know, that was our first episode, and Gio's a warrior, by the way. That was our first episode, so obviously we were a little, uh, we were shaky. We were really excited, and maybe we had... One too many beers at the stadium coming off a of Friday night, but this episode is going to be a little different. I fell asleep actually right after. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We recorded, and I was hanging off the chair by the end, and we finished, and I got up, hit the couch harder than Aaron Judge hits a baseball, and then I was out, and then great job to my two co-hosts here. You got the same three, me, Rella, and... Sir Damon, and um, yeah, so this episode's a little different. They finished it without me, but uh, we're going to be all business here. So with that being said, let's take a shot and get this one on the road, brothers. <laughs> to the pod. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Let's get into it. So few things we came into this series and we said one we did nothing at the deadline and we need to make sure that we make a statement that we didn't need to do anything at the deadline check we said we have the potential to ruin the Red Sox season so let's do that check our pitching rotation was in shambles kind of figured it out check and the one thing that we cannot check is that the the good old injury bud has reared its ugly head again, but we're going to dive into all of it. So let's just get started with game game two. So we went to the doubleheader. Yeah, first game we went to. First game we went to, the day game. Yeah, I mean, we went to all the games, and overall good good vibes the entire game. Two big wins. Would have like, like we said in the last episode, we could have asked for three out of four. Or where we're recording right now, we're currently taking the third, taking a beating to Urshela, but... I mean, that's what we came out and we set out we wanted. Like, that's what we mentioned would end the Red Sox playoff hopes. And I do think that is still the case. And yeah. you could see it in their fan base. In honestly, these players, you could, they look just beat. Yeah, even even tonight's game when they were just interviewing Cora, mm-hmm. he was like... He's a sad sack. Yeah. He, he was just like, hates it. So what are you guys doing? He was like... Oh, you know, we're going to go back to the Fenway and we're going to, I guess we're going to try and play harder. <laughs> I don't do really know what we're going to do. Um, 
And like like uh, the announcers were saying, A Rod, uh, Mendoza, what the fuck is guy? That guy's name is. You know, what's the Scursion. Scursion. My guy. They were like, I guess uh, the hangover. The hangover is real. Um, Seems like it. Yeah, for them know. at least. I mean, he said it's a real thing, but I fucking I mean, hope so. There's some stats that I saw that they were mentioning that the Red Sox haven't spent a single day since the <laughs> year started in first place this year. Not one day. And this is the first time since 1989 that a team that won the World Series hasn't been in first at a single point in an entire year. And that's going to stand tall because they're not that winning is this year. No, so be. they will be the first team since 1989 that has won a World Series to not spend a single day in first place. That's beautiful. That that's is all, music, that's, that's to, my music to my ears. <laughs> yeah. What more can you ask for than those sacks? Just not even getting the. You know, we love to post the standings on our story. Yeah. Like they can't do that once without yeah. somebody above them. Yeah. That's that's amazing. So game one of the doubleheader, we go. We're in the beautiful standing room in center field. It's hot, and Damon comes clutch. Honestly, I think we credit that win. First first win of the series, we credit to Damon's lucky coin. Yeah. And this sure, second sure. game was Damon's spray fan. Lucky I mean, fan. what a weapon. Yeah, so I was at the concession stand buying some buying some Bud Lights, and I saw this <clears throat> this fan. And I, I asked the concession lady, is, is, this, is this for sale? She was, like, <laughs> she was like, yeah. And I was like, how much is it? She was like, I really don't know like i can't, it was like she was like that's a common yeah she thing was that like we're gonna buy that day like though. it like, wasn't it know? looked like it wasn't even brand new like the box was ripped like it was, <laughs> like it was just like like a used fan or something and i was like uh can i have it and she used, was like yeah like, used by she God. Was like seven bucks i was like fuck it sure it's like 105 degrees what am i gonna say no what am i gonna say no <laughs> and it was just the luckiest thing ever. Yeah. I don't know. Soon, Every time we would get a hit, spraying it all yeah. over the people around us. We had, they were like, loving it. We had some people from like uh, the South with some thick, thick accents. Yeah. And they were like, oh, New York is here. Like, <laughs> this is what New York's like. Yeah. They loved <laughs> they it. They loved it. They were like... Then, like when like the the energy was going down a little bit, they were like, "Mist, spritz, 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 spritz me, spritz me." So I was running around the, yeah. the center field deck, just spraying just everybody with water, down, up and down, yeah. just giving everybody. I mean, it water, cost like a fortune because I had to keep reeling, refilling yeah. the water. I mean, every that's five how minutes. they get you, though. Yeah, I know. that's how they get you. They give you a seven dollar spritzer, but yeah. then they charge you seventeen dollars for each water. It's like refill. how when you like you buy printers nowadays, it's like a nickel yeah, for the, the printer and then a million dollars for the ink. It's like the same thing. Same it's a thing. world of marketing. But yeah, so I guess I'm just the lucky, the lucky, lucky guy. We also had Fuller's uh, hat, which is actually my hat, but yeah. that he wore for every single game. Which can't take us, it off. Which brings us to our sponsor today, right? Yeah, all right, we are currently uh, sponsored by Montauk Brewing Company. Or we would like to be. Or we'd like to be. So, uh, so we're just gonna make it seem like we are. Yeah. So, so. New York wore the New York hat because uh, New York Montauk Brewing Company. So shout out to Montauk. Shout out to them to helping us out. Yeah, there you go. by oh, doing oh, nothing. Yeah, by doing nothing. So, but like uh, we could pretend that they do. Yeah. So we will. Yeah. So in that not. first game, we, until you make it. We poured it on, and I think the fourth inning, mm-hmm. it started with DJ's second home run. That was beautiful. Oh, God. A three-run shot. Yeah, he put his he put his kids on that ball. He did. He put his kids on that ball. He just took that that ball down the dick. And actually, just nutted all over it, nutted it to right field. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, we talk about this game all the time, and like, it started off as a joke, but now it's become real. It, what it was like, 
it was four it was four one or four two mm. and like DJ was up with runners at second and third. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Oh great. It's uh six two now. Yeah. Like no it's matter what. It's literally and then a guarantee now. What happens? He gets a home run, so yeah. wrong. But like, I mean we were expecting even at, at the very least he gets a single there. Yeah. And that scores what two? Was it he just, second and he third? He loves putting the That's why the we put up ball. that's why we said he's the risk king. We call it yeah. risp here at yeah. one sixty first because Quick maths. Quick yeah. So he is 100% without a doubt the risk king and that yeah. goes for the entire league like he, and, is, he uh, put the whole league on notice yeah and he is a he is without a doubt our our MVP and everyone mm. needs to bend the knee yeah. bend the knee to yeah. DJ LeMahieu yeah. bend the knee I'll yeah. show you how t-shirts coming out soon by, by the time you hear this it'll already be <laughs> the t-shirts coming out it's pretty sick but yeah. just wait you'll see so so first game Paxson makes a huge statement with his pitching performance and then Domingo just does more of the same Takes us through seven in that game, which was beautiful. Seven, seven innings, two earned. Great, great job. I loved every second fired of it. Me up. When, yep. when he struck out the, in the inning, and he was pumped. Oh, and he was pumped. His glove. Yeah. Oof. Chills. Yeah. Chills. Like, we have some characters on this team. We just have. They're they're just full of drip. They they are just. They love it. Yeah. And everybody loves them. I mean, we were we were like little kids in center field, just watching Aaron Judge. Like he's a specimen. And he is just so cool. Yeah, like, even, the things I do. Said, we even said that one time where he handed the ball to the kid. Like, yeah. if he did that to me, I'm I'd be giddy. borderline the same age as him. We're not. He's, like, a couple of years older than us. But if Glaber gave me a ball, like oh. same, same situation. He's the same age as me. And if he yeah. gave me a ball, I would actually. I'd be giddy. Just, he's just I'd be so like cool. a little kid. Yeah. No, it's he's crazy. The he's so man cool. In the world. They're so cool. They're so oh. cool. I don't, I don't we shouldn't idolize people our age, but, like, we do. And, you know, Fully we're just going to run with it. Yeah. We own it. I don't give a shit. They're so we so win cool. we right. win that game and we're like, okay, so at the very least we didn't lose this series. So it already does more harm for Boston than it could do to us. Like we're golden when we win that game. We come back for the second game and we have unreal seats. Well they have unreal seats and I, I maneuver my way down there. Yeah, we, we bought <coughs> Morella and I bought tickets for the the game that got rained out that was postponed for, for yesterday. Oh, yeah, was that in March? Yeah, it was yeah, like March or, something. Early season. We bought tickets for like 60 bucks and because it was like some random like Thursday or something. We bought yeah. the tickets. There was a tsunami coming. Yeah. And like we didn't, we, I was getting on the train. I yeah, got no, notification. Yeah. The train was, was like, approaching. The train was approaching and then Damon texts me because he lives in the town over from me. It was before we moved into the city. He, he texts me or calls me. And it's literally as the train is approaching, and then he tells me, like, yeah, the train game just got canceled. It's like, oh, well, good thing I didn't get yeah. on that train right there. So so fast forward to, to yesterday, and we went to the first game. We were like, fuck, let's go to the second game. At this time, I was trying to sell my tickets for some weird reason. I don't even know why. Because, mm-hmm. like, I guess the, the value of the ticket, like, tripled. Like, on, <laughs> it was on worth the, 200 bucks. It was bucks. worth 200 bucks. I was like, fuck it. Like, Profit 140 apiece. Yeah. But we decided to go anyway. And we got these in real seats. It was three rows back from the outfield. And Fuller got kicked out. He just yeah. sat next to us and he got kicked out. Yeah. And me and Rella were just, I was sitting there and it was going on for a while. I think we got into, like, the fourth. And we were like, yeah. all right, yeah, like, things are looking good here. These people are. still aren't here. Like, what, are they going to show up in the fifth? They didn't deserve to be Sure enough, game. they did show up in the fifth. Like, yeah. screw you. And he was huge. Yeah, he was a big guy. Yeah. Wasn't he? I mean, I stood up, I laughed it off. I said, I tried it, man. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> he kind of came at you, Okay, too. see ya. Immediately out of the gates and yeah. you guys are in our seats. Yeah, you're in my like, seat. I'm okay. not. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't do one of those things like you usually do. It's like, I think you're in our seat. No, he, he, no, he, he just knew. He was just like, get up. Flopped it. Yeah. 
Because he, he was probably there in the first and immediately left to get mm-hmm. popcorn for the four innings. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where. All right, he just let's get back on track from here. So, so I think the big thing with this whole this series to start, or where we're at right now, Jay Hab started doing well to this point, and then he, he kind of tailed off where we're at right now. But I think the big theme here is the, the pitching resurgence. Yes. I think we needed that. We talked about how much we needed it. We needed somebody at the deadline, and I think it's a big chip on their shoulder where they're coming in and they're like, we didn't, like, that's a lot of trust in Cashman saying, like, this is your team. We stuck with you guys because we knew you. Maybe there wasn't a deal on the table. That's other reasons. But part of it had to be that we know that you, yeah. guys, you guys can play. You yeah. guys can play baseball. You guys are better than what your last, because like we said before, it's bad timing with the trade deadline. So they want to prove that, like, we're not what we were the last, like, everyone was in the slumps. We're not that. That's not, like, a indication of our entire year, our entire player caliber. When so they... When they come out like that, and it's like, regardless if it was our intent to make a move and we didn't, or if we always had the intentions of keeping the staff, like, what what we got is what we have, and for them to show up after that and be like, this is all you need, and all three of them, like, even Chad Green started that game last night, made a statement, Jay Hab came out strong in the beginning today, like, that's just, we needed to see that as a fan base, and they needed to see that in the clubhouse that, yeah, we're good. We're we're good. I mean, yeah. I mean, with that with the Cashman move, I think that gives them a lot of confidence and it puts that chip on their shoulder that they want to make that. And mm-hmm. especially against a team that just kicked your ass. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. we just lost three out of four to them, yeah. and we were we could have stepped on their throats and just killed them and ruined their playoff career, their playoff hopes this year back then. And we did that now, which mm-hmm. now we now we know that happened. But yeah. I think that extra little bit of motivation from doing what the Sox did to us right now and also the fact of we are the pitchers, like we mm-hmm. are what this team is going to have. We are good enough to win a World Series, and I think that's that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. It's awesome. But then that kind of brings up to the last couple of days when we've been dropping like flies, yeah. and now we look like the yeah. team we were in May. Mm-hmm. And, and But that's the thing, though. The next man, next, next man up. like Exactly. They, I mean, in May, I looked at – I keep a track of the score – of this the the schedule and I do it at my office because I'm bored of shit, and I I just highlight the wins and losses like I'm a little kid, and because that's all I do that and count down the minutes of the of the clock until it's six o'clock. But that's besides the point. So I go good, in. Good thing you quit, or else they would do it here. Yeah, this. still two more yeah, weeks right? of that. Though. Yeah. Don't don't promote this at at work. Whatever. Hopefully, no one in my job's listening. They probably aren't. They hate everything. But so they hate fun. They hate fun. <laughs> and so I go in. And I look. I'm. I'm. This is, I'm going ranting about nothing right now. But and basically, what I'm saying is that our our record in May during that little league team, we had our best record. We won like twenty. We were like twenty and four. I think we were yeah. something crazy like that. And that's the exact team that's out there right now to that, some yeah, to a back. degree. With not even to a degree, they're out there. Mike Ford's out there today. They're back. And Clint's down, which is something Why we're going to get Ford into. Here? Why uh, is Mike? I mean, he got a hit today, but that's. Uh, yeah, what, I mean, Clint. All right, we're, yeah, well, we're not going to talk about that. I mean, why is Valera? Uh, we made a joke about that with the question mark and the exclamation point. But like Valera, he's not the pride and joy of the Yankees. No. He's some random guy who got a hit by some. Was an RBI. So I'll give I don't him care. That. But why isn't Clint up? Yeah. Let's get into that. I mean, you see. You see, Stanton's been down, and then yesterday Edwin goes down, and Hicks. 
Hicks goes down, which hopefully it's and not then, that serious. And then Boone said today, he was like, he was asked, why isn't Clint Frazier up here? He goes, oh, well, right now I don't think we have the need for another outfielder. I oh, think, really? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I think we're good on the whole outfield thing. Because there, you know the opportunities for him to come in? Let's let's name them. All right, so he has outfield opp- he has outfield opportunities with Stanton. He has outfield opportunities with Hicks. Hicks going out. And then there's also the DH thing, which is what he actually should be. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I get the outfield thing. I get he's a liability as of late in yeah. the field, which... I don't think he's that not as big of a liability as he everyone thinks he is because of recent. It's like the trade deadline thing. Everyone yeah. caught him at a bad time. He was on the spotlight. But I think the perfect thing for him at this point, if his defense is lacking, especially we're not going to put him out in the field in the playoffs, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. I think putting him in a DH spot is perfect. And if, if Edwin's going down and if Voigt's going down, that opens up the floodgates for him to easily come up. And then why is Mike Ford coming out there? Like yeah. Why... And I mean, maybe Geo's coming down now too, so maybe that's an opportunity for him to come up. Maybe, and if it's not, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I don't know. But what could like, you even so, say? It's at that so point? weird because like Mike Ford hits like over four hundred yeah. in the minors, <laughs> yeah. and then can't get above a, like a two. He hates the spot in, in the majors. It's like yeah. He's too good for one, not good enough for He's the other. He's Babe Ruth of it's, the minors. It's like not. It's a small sample size. Actually, yeah. no, fuck you mean that. a myth? Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth is not actually good, and that's well, you'll learn that on this podcast. We truly believe that Babe Ruth no. is I not. Mean, Fuller thinks. Fuller I don't think. Him out. Like, don't don't get me started because I can strike him out. I was never that good, and I don't. I'll be the first to tell all of you guys that I was not that good at baseball. It's my claim to fame is my eighty mile per hour fastball and my decent curveball. But I could strike Babe Ruth out. Right, he drank more than I do in my ERA. life before right, his games. Yeah. We'll, we'll make a, a a Kevin Fuller player in the show. And yeah. we'll put him like up against the pitching version of Babe Ruth. Deal. Why don't we just put the, the link to your, to your hoop mixtape <laughs> baseball yeah, version in, in the bio. We'll, we'll put either. it up for discussion. The huddle page. <laughs> I don't want to put that many home runs on a huddle. But anyway. <laughs> so, like, not... <laughs> Not even to mention just the guys that are down now. Like, DJ got hurt really quick, and, like, DJ plays everywhere. But, like, it, I don't care who it is that goes down if it's not a pitcher. If it's if it's Brett Gardner who got hurt last week, Gary Sanchez, like, somebody, like, I where? Mean, where is Clint? Honestly, at this point, even at, even if it's a goddamn <laughs> pitcher, I say that next move coinciding with he? that. I think, like, let's say Luis Sessa gets hurt. Mm-hmm. I want Clint to be that move. Yeah. That, that's me. Like, <laughs> like, why not? Even though it doesn't, I mean, actually, they do make moves like that. They called up like Tarpley when yeah. somebody else got hurt. When Hap went on paternity leave, I was like, "Let's go, paternity leave." Give oh. me Doc Red, but he just doesn't come back. Yeah, uh, and like yeah. when we didn't trade him, I was like, "Okay, so now he's here, he's yeah. staying." What are we waiting for? But, uh, yeah. Give me him. I mean, I was saying to Damon on on the subway ride, I was like, "Dude, that with him, there are players that give me that that DJ Lemayhu feeling. Maybe not to that extent, but they give me that confidence of the play. Like I think he will get a hit." I think we're good at this point, you know? And then with other players, like Clint, I'm saying Clint is one of those players. Like yeah, with him, at sure. the, his bat is there. It's proven. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's a big league bat. Yeah. He's but there's other players that are on this team that, wow, like well, I know like, Higashioka is up right now mm-hmm. when we're watching this game. Yeah. We, he is not going to get a hit. Maybe he will. He is at a couple, a couple today, but we, they we don't need, have the, I don't have that confidence feeling. We need two catchers, so I get Higgy and Roman are obviously yeah, both going to be up. And, I mean – We'll, we'll say what we want too. about Clint, and, like, I don't know, because it's obviously it has to be the locker room stuff at this point. I have no other no other possible solutions yeah, for why also, he's down. I don't, I don't trust anything that, that Boone says ever yeah, since. Yeah, Boone is just. <laughs> ever since the Stan, Stan thing. Yeah. He was like, 
everyone asked him about like what, what's the status? I don't really just turn the page. Yeah, he's <laughs> no, just he like, said I don't know. He's like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you should know as a manager. Yeah, and then the that's... very next week he was up, right? <laughs> yeah, he was like yeah, it's like a little. And I think uh, that's happening again right now. Yeah, like, he hadn't he didn't do baseball activities yeah. for the longest time, and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah, he's back August what? Yeah, fifteenth. At, at he's least like yeah, his his arm is just like nowhere near one hundred percent or something yeah. stupid like that. Except he comes back the next game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was he was set back turn so page. So I page. I, I personally think it's just like their yeah. relationship. Uh, the bridge has been burned, mm-hmm. and they're trying. Yeah, and they're trying to like gather the ashes and like. I feel like my my theory here is that he, they're like almost putting him in timeout. Like, they're yeah. they're proving a point yeah. to him. Like you can't do this to the Yankees. And it's less about his game. Like, he should have been called up. That's my theory because everything else doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how we, like, Talkman's hot right now, but I don't know how you see Clint stretch. you could have predicted that. Yeah, I don't know how you see Clint splits. That has nothing to do with and then Talkman. Yeah, and then you're like. He just happened to be really good since he's been called up because he got the opportunity. But that is not anything a part of the decision that was made, like. That's why, and all you see it in Clint's tweets, and he's being really, really immature about he's, it too, which petty. it doesn't help. He's very petty about it. Sorry, but I, they're literally putting him in timeout. But I mean, that's just yeah, that's just Boone. Boone just struck gold with Talkman doing that well because you couldn't, and maybe like you can't predict these things, but it they're doing well enough yeah. to under for him to have an argument on why Clint is going to stay down. Like the fans don't want it because Clint's a fan favorite, but it's all right. But regardless, yeah. we have these injuries. But what we have to say and acknowledge is that with the reinforcements on their way back soon enough, we couldn't yeah, who? be name, going name through. Them. I mean, yeah, we uh, got, Let's see the timeline again. It's always good to tell. Yeah, we got Stanton that. around Gary's mid-August, back, they so said. Gary's looking great, Gary, right? Gary should be here this week. I saw him yeah. running, just chugging by yeah. with that beer belly running yeah. around. Gary, he said he's coming back for, uh, Toronto. for Toronto. Yeah. Even though he had no yeah. idea we were playing Toronto. Also, yeah. let's get into that because this is, like we said with the injury bug, I mean... Yankee fans should be a lot less worried than you think right now. Even with that Geo, I, we don't know what the updates on Geo at this point, but it doesn't look great. And I'm sure he's no, going to from this. He's fine. He's fine. All right, whatever. Yeah, no, he's but good. regardless, with the, all the injuries, I'm saying Yankee fans should be very happy with the schedule makers because it did not come at a better time. Yeah. Because there are 12, the next 12 games after tonight are against, what is it, it's three against the Orioles or mm-hmm. four against the Orioles? Three against the Orioles. Three against the Orioles, four against the Toronto Blue Jays, and mm-hmm. then four more. four more against the Orioles. Yeah. So there's 12 games in a row mm-hmm. where we're playing minor league teams, and I couldn't think of a better time yeah. for us to get the reinforcements back and slowly <laughs> trickle them in because that's almost, I mean, that's a rehab stint. Yeah. If you're the race. So you almost, you almost want to, like, not even send them on a AAA rehab stint. You kind of want to just like, all right, you're doing a rehab stint anyway. Yeah. Like you might as well come up to the majors because you're playing against AAA players. Yeah. So that's but, a really relieving yeah. Yeah, for sure. thing for me. But then when we get back on August 16th is when we start playing real MLB teams. Oh, we're, that, that's a serious and stretch. Let, yeah, me just, let me just read out what that schedule looks like. So August 16th is when it starts. It's Cleveland. It's a three-game set against Cleveland. And then we, have, we play Oakland. For three games, and then we play the best team in the major leagues right now, the Dodgers, for another that's three a, games. That's a judgment call. I think it's us when we're healthy, but whatever. They have a better record. So we'll record. call them the, that's gonna be interesting. the quote-unquote yeah. best team in the major Yeah, I'm and then, excited to see. And Hopefully, then we got the Mariners. I really hope they suck, but I really hope that we have a full team to play the Dodgers because that could be a World Series preview. Yeah, I would love yeah, that'd to be have. Sick. I would love to have a healthy team for that. I think yeah. that the I think that the MLB has just been waiting 
I think the MLB has just been waiting for Yankees Dodgers World Series for so long now. Mm-hmm. Especially these yeah. last few years when we're both good. Like that's the MLB is like, come on, give it to us, and this is the year. That was the most probable World Series matchup last year. Yeah, that was what I mean, everyone predicted. They're, they're mm-hmm. two of the biggest markets too. So like, yeah, that'd be that'd be unbelievable for ratings. If you were to rig a World Series, this would be the year. Yeah, that's why yeah, the MLB is just preying on it. Yeah. They're preying on it, and that actually takes me to another point, which. We need to lock up home field advantage. If we don't mm. lock up, because I have a few stats for you guys. Good point. And if we don't lock up home field advantage, we, we, won't won't, see them. We, we won't get to the Dodgers if we don't lock up home field advantage. And that's a fact because, one, we don't know who's going to be playing on this team because of the injuries. Two, the the stats are alarming. The, uh, us at home, we are 42-18 and 18 at home. In a way, we are 29-21 and 21 this wow. season. That's disgusting because we are uh, we are really yeah. good at home. Obviously, we see it when we go to the games. Mm-hmm. I would like to credit myself for that and all of us for and being my my lucky superstitious items for being the tenth <laughs> man out there and the uh, yeah Damon's uh, knickknacks all of the knickknacks. <laughs> I got but a whole list. Another alarming <laughs> thing is late. at this point, as we have now put to rest the Red Sox, I'd say. I think that's a consensus. We put away their division hopes. Put away their division. They might they might still make it. There are six games out though of the wild card, which is a lot. If we talk any wild card team, like let's be real, they're the best. Yes, they are. But so looking ahead in a one one game. I think it's a fair I think it's a fair time to start looking into the potential playoff teams that we should be matching up against. And that's not ahead of ourselves. Like we uh, it's a fair assumption we are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Doesn't matter who I don't know anything who we're gonna be playing, whatever. But the Houston Astros on the flip of the coin are 41 and 15, just like we are a little bit better at home. But they are 32 and 25 away. Mm. And we statistically, over the course of the last couple of years, have not done very well at Minute Maid. That's, yeah, I hate it that's, we, we get rocked at Houston's home stadium. Yeah, it's so weird. That's, that's really scary if we have to go to them in the AL. CS like yeah, we did like in 2017 we got we lost them we got kind of daddied by them to be honest well no and we we lost in seven but we also had a yeah but it didn't, had, it didn't they needed look to like win that. the last yeah. two it didn't look like that yeah exactly we, we were up we were, four we were, two we were, we were down and out and then we came back a little bit but that means we need we need to lock up home field advantage and that matters more than anything now and that's why this stretch of soft, the soft spot in the schedule with these guys it matters so much because we need these Ws. And we need to go through this hard stretch and get these Ws. We need to we need to finish top in the league. Yeah, and it's tough when you have the Astros and they just got a Grinky. But you know, I mean, when you when you when you're at home, I, I like our odds when we're at home. I love I it. I don't want to frighten anybody right now, but as we, as the listeners right now, we please don't say anything about him. We we are we are watching the game, and uh, Torres just left the game. Something with his groin, I think. This but, is just is getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, that goes into my next point. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a message to the Yankees and just like send DJ and Aaron Judge out to the field in full armor. <laughs> like, they need to wear Kevlar's. Well, that that literally that literally takes us to. But we were talking about this during the game, and we were saying how we're yeah. literally living in fear when we're yeah. watching the games. Like me and me and Fuller were watching the game. Damon was in his own world on the side, mm-hmm. but we were saying that. To judge, be, to judge got, creating luck. Yeah, judge You're got welcome. judge got walked, and he was jogging down the baseline, and I was looking at him, and I was seeing he was chewing gum, but I was looking to see if he was wincing because I was like, oh, like is he hurt here again? Mm. 
And I told Fuller that, and he was like, yeah, I was literally thinking the same thing, and I was watching to see if any bit of injury or hurt or anything... It, it, we're it's literally a living in, in a, we're literally living in a world where we're in PTSD at this point, and it's this does not this is nothing different because now we got Geo and we don't know about Torres, but he just left the game. So it's just stupid. You guys will know more than us because you're listening after the game's over. But it's not fair. It's just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like no other nobody no, else no, no deals other with teams, this. No other teams are no. doing this. The, are the I literally said this to you too. Are, have the Dodgers gotten hurt this year? No. And like the Astros Ever? saw it for a little bit this year. Like. Springer, was out Correa, and Altuve all got hurt at the same for time. For the length and they were of like, how long Judge has been out, yeah, too. Like, no, and they just, were like, just wow. Altuve. They were like, wow. Oh, my God. Like, we're playing with a double-A team. Like, shut up. We we have won a season. We're winning a season with the the Rail Riders right now. Like, yeah. It's not fair, and I hate it. The majority, this of, this, the the majority of two of two months of this entire season, two – Months were almost like the highest percentage of players were the Rail Riders. Mm-hmm. Two months of the season, and they've been arguably the hottest months too. We're played with Rail. We're out. played with Rail Riders, and that will make this. If we win the World Series this year, God willing, oh that would be great. It like, would make this it is, that much like, more. We're not that, underdogs. If we win this World Series more than any World Series, I will say, in my own personal opinion, this World Series might mean more than any of the other twenty-seven because of what we've dealt with this year. Yes, yeah, and I, I can't say that with. Certainty because I wasn't alive during those times. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, this would be a very sweet one. I mean, it's comparing I mean, this it, to 2009. Yeah, it would be the most. It would in our lifetime be the most significant because this yes. is the one we've been the most involved in. Yes, I mean, yeah, we started a podcast when this one was around. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but like when you think about it, and like, this was the one year that if we have everybody, we were sure. Mm-hmm. Like we came in with such confidence. Yeah, and our pitching has not been what we assumed it would be, and they. Our pitching hasn't really been hurt besides, I mean, our two of our best pitchers, which are still a really big deal. But the guys that we've had out there, like Paxton got hurt for a little bit. CC hates his knee. That's a different topic. He's Other also, than that. He's also 40, yeah, CC loves just being on the, in the dugout. He needs And you know what, he though? He needs those days. They're scheduled. I, I am excited. CC is, like, he, him in the playoffs, I have that feeling of faith I'm talking about. Like, him, if it's for two innings, I want him out of the pen at least. But if you pull him out of the pen for two innings, I think he can he can turn that notch. Like, like, you know what I mean? All signs point to you're right, and you are right, and I believe you, and I, I I agree, but I don't agree because I just don't I don't want him pitching anymore. Like I don't have that confidence with him. I love CC. He's the homie. I love though. everything he's done. He's the homie. Oh my god, I want him <laughs> to be like his our own manager podcast next year. Too. It's called R two C two. Yeah, I want him to be our manager next year. I love the guy, but like I just don't yeah, I hope want to see us. him in a uniform. In the postseason, even though that's where he's the best, and like I think he's a Hall of Famer, all that jazz. But like, just please, I just don't. All I don't want. Jazz. I don't want the stress. It's yeah. just so much stress with him yeah. that I don't want. Yeah, I agree. And like, yeah. What? Like, what do you mean? Because just like, like, all this Chapman stress. Like, I'm sweating just as much as no, he is. Like, no, no, that's no. that's like on the verge of signing up to go to a shrink. Because that's, that's so deceiving. But too, CC, I just is, don't have faith anymore. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this too. Let's get into the relievers a little bit because they are supposed to be the best in the league. And they are, and they're really good. And Canley just won reliever of the year, which is sick. Month. Month. Month, that's what I meant, sorry. But these, there's two of the back-end guys, Britton and Chapman, and their numbers we were talking about at the game are, mm-hmm. seem to be pretty deceiving because, I mean, Chapman has, what, two five four, I think it is, and Britton has around the same. Yeah. And the numbers, this gets into a big topic of ours, about the numbers not really yeah. looking the same, because we watch every fucking game, mm-hmm. and the numbers do not really... Well, e- numbers for relievers. 
it's just, for relievers yeah, as well as something yeah. else I get into with my phenomenon about judge. Yeah, but, judge, judge one. Yeah, but the numbers with that, I mean, they are, they're very deceiving because at Britain, I actually got an update today that said he hasn't allowed a run since like April, something, like some. I don't know the date. What? No, he has like, no, no to way. other teams other than like a two. It was a weird sabermetrically one of those like a very specific. Yeah, like, on a the, Tuesday like, when it's eighty six yeah, when the grass is yeah. cut only like three quarters of the way uh, and the sun is in the like the northernmost part of the sky. I don't know anything yeah. like that. But and then the, the numbers. All I'm saying is the numbers are the numbers are deceiving. That they are. they're a lot harder outs than they are. The runs might not score, and the ERA might not count that, but the sweat is there. Yeah, and you know why? It's come that comes from how much we watch. Because like mm-hmm. when you watch, we nitpick every single thing. Yeah. And I'm sure my, everybody that's listening to this probably watches close to as much as us because we're Yankees fans enough to listen to a podcast about them. So we obviously really care. But there are those different fans that are just like so reliant on numbers, and then there's the people who watch every day that are like. I see it. I know mm-hmm. what's going on. And, yeah. like, we see Britain get out there every day, and I swear there's two runners on base every time he's in, and I swear Chapman gives up seven runs yeah. and somehow gets a save with a 2.0 ERA yeah. every time, yeah. and I don't get it. And just like Rella said, so Rella's judge phenomenon. Oh, well, let me tell you about yeah. the judge phenomenon. I I mean, I don't know if it's just me. I've been telling Damon and Fuller and everybody for the last, like, couple months, I continuously see judges batting average climb like it i think it went up again today today he had he had a good game but it's like 286 now or something it's like right 286 now. it was 284 in the middle of this game and it's then he got a home run after that and then he's whatever two, two for two. regardless he continues to get hits his batting average is climbing but every time i look i feel like he's not getting a hit i think like he's always striking out and i don't know what it is mm-hmm. but his batting average is not going down it's going up i don't know yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's just, and i watch every game i don't know if i'm dozing off during that time but his numbers just seem like they should be yeah. I, like my batting average in my mind for him should be about like 225 but now, and that might alarm some yankee fans and make <laughs> me look like an asshole but i just that's just my opinion but now it's become <laughs> such a trend where even if we're at a game you just can't look at the game when he's up it's I just like I don't literally look, don't look at me it. and Damon were alone in the apartment the other day, and I literally said, "I we're watching the game together." And I judge you was up. In your room judge was up, and I was corner. testing this phenomenon. And I went into the corner. I went into the room. Did not watch the game. I said, "Tell me when he's not up anymore." And what did he do after he got that? He got a hit. He got a, yeah, single to the right side of the field. Classic. Like was, yeah, classic. Oh, yeah. speaking of his right side of the field shit, there is a statistic about him. Judge has twelve home runs this year, and. He has all twelve of them to opposite field. He has zero that he pulled. Yeah, yeah. he has pulled a center. single one. Couple center, yeah. And he's like he's the only one, he's the only player in the majors to have more than ten home runs this year, and none of them are pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so funny because Didi has all of his home runs in his career, Ever. and none of them are <laughs> Ever. Yeah. But, but that, that takes you to your point. Yeah. <laughs> about what do you think his approach has changed? He, he yeah. does this on purpose, and I, I'll say this till the day I die, like, Judge. Came here his rookie season. He's like, well, I'm six seven and I'm two hundred and eighty pounds and I'm strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna swing really hard and in this little ballpark the ball's gonna fly. And he did that and he was pulling four hundred ninety five foot home runs. But then he was also striking out so much because he was going up there with that Goliath approach. And you see as his career's just progressed, he's just been like, get out ball, get out ball, get out ball. Wow, oh, that was my a snag. But sorry, but as Mookie just made that as uh, judge. as Judge's career has progressed, he's just been right side, right side, yeah. right side, and he knows just he's muscling like, it. Just I'm muscling so big it. that a pop up 
and Yankee Stadium yeah. is going to be a right field home run. So he's adjusted himself to yeah. hit over there. So he's hitting to that right side. Yeah. And he's using the field. And he knows that he's doing that. And that's what I love and respect about him as a hitter. Yeah. Like, I can't praise him enough for that. That's, that's impressive. He, he takes advantage of the opportunities given yeah. to him. But then yeah. he can also turn a ball and yeah. put it 585 yeah. feet into left center. Mm-hmm. You know, Whenever he wants. Whenever he wants. He just yeah. chooses not to because he realizes that more likely than which is not, like Which is a lot to ask for a young player like that. Like to, he's up right now. Yeah. He's <laughs> to up, have I would, like the, I would love a the maturity right to now. like just be able to realize that so young. Yeah. And just be like, all right, I'm going to play my game. I'm going to fucking poke it over to right field. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we were saying before about judge. Like, string theory here. Or last year's judge for this year's judge. What are you taking? I'm taking the guy... I'm not as worried. Like everyone says, like, oh, he needs. We we said today he needed a home run, which yeah. he kind of did for his own confidence because he's, no, he's known as, as a power hitter. Go. Yeah, he's we known just as, like saying that he's known as a power a hitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that goes into our other point about like being mad at people for doing their job. Yeah, like, if somebody yelled at me at my cubicle for like, yo, yeah, this oh yeah, Spencer report wasn't in in time. Like, I hate you. Like, that's us reacting to baseball yeah, players. Yeah, cuz we, we we were talking about this earlier then we just didn't finish the thought, but like when we were in left field on Saturday, we were trying to get Talkman's uh attention, attention. and we kept not yelling at him. We were like, "Hey, like I was hey, just Talkman, trying to get talk, talk to talk. Talkman to Talkman, come talk to us, Talkman." And then like trying to get attention and then we were like so upset he was not acknowledging us and then we realized that like he's at work. He should be yeah, focused. He's, work- he he's be focused. working. I thought we had a better chance of getting him to talk though. Because he's he was a minor leaguer, so I thought like, oh, like I, I want this, I want, no. yeah. but no, he was locked but in. But then I kind of realized that he is just locked in, yeah, and he is just doing his job. He's at work. He's doing his job. He's just like, yeah, like all right, I'm putting this position right now. I'm this young guy. And I'm putting this position. I'm gonna make the best of it, and I don't give a fuck about everyone else. Yeah, says. roles reversed. Imagine you had your AirPods in at work, and somebody's just yelling, yeah. yelling at you. Yo, yo, Damon. Yeah, yo, for Damon. no for no reason. Yo, Damon. Yeah. Just to get my What's attention. Up, own Damon? selfish reasons. Yeah. What's up, Damon? You're gonna flip him off and say, "Get Mike, out of my face." Mike, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Pulled out the hump day. He said, Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it? Guess what day it is. <laughs> and, and he that, just wasn't having it. Yeah. He, he did, like, he did throw a ball into, into the stands, and we missed, missed those. Yeah, we missed Oh, those. we so almost good. caught a ball, too. I, I, and I've been saying forever to everybody that knows me, the day I catch a home run ball, that's the day I float up into heaven. Yeah. I mean, that's just me being a baseball. Sad. It's kind of sad. Worshiper. And, and, but, like, that ball, how close was it, Damon? It was a lot farther away than we think. Yeah, but it was, it was on the replay. It, it was like four rows back. But it was close enough that we had our half second of fame on TV, yeah. and you can yeah. see the back of our head because the In back that of our head is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's no, crazy it's though, and I, 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 this was just how I thought it was going to happen with me with my luck. I looked at that moment; just it would almost fro- it was a freeze frame. Yeah, and I. I heard the crack at the bat, and everyone started cheering as they do. Like, if it's a fair, it's gone. And it's like, yeah. a, it's like a foul ball like behind the home plate. But it's coming at me, and I'm like, all right, well, I can't find this ball. It's no, crazy. This I ball, slow that yo, way. I saw it the whole way. Me too. Until Damon that saw it the one whole spot way. in the sky. I was like, fuck, yeah. fuck, Yeah, fuck, and fuck, I had fuck. it, and I said to Rel, I was like, I said, Rel, I was like I, I where is it? And it's so weird that we had enough time to talk about this, but yeah. like, we had a full blown yeah. comedy. That was a yeah. moon rocket. That's why. Where is it? It's right there. It was such a high arc. But I would literally said, "Where is it?" And he's like, "Where? It's right there." And I found it at the last second. But I thought in that moment, the one ball in my life that's going to get hit to me, to me, you can't see, is going to be hit me. It's going to hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I would have paid good and money. I, that's just my. I would have bought that ticket but off that also, guy and his girlfriend. Also, oh, okay. also, my luck is when Fuller got kicked out. I thought the second we left those seats, 
we said this before too. I thought the ball would actually land in our empty seats and, yeah. and no one would grab no, it. it was gonna, and no one would grab no, it just because it's just us not getting no, the ball. No, it was going <laughs> to land in the empty seat, hit the back of our seat, and then bounce back into the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just our luck. Yeah, that just to rub it in. That would have been our luck. But yeah, yeah uh, big shout out to these guys because I'm, I'm Sir Standing Room, so I like to finagle my way down to seats as I've previously shared. And I finagled my way down to them. And they had these unreal seats, but when I got the boot, they they came riding with me to the gates of hell. And so yeah. did Murphy and Kelly, if you're listening. Thank you, guys. Because not not sure if I would have done the same for you guys. Those seats were great. Thanks, you guys came, Appreciate <laughs> it. You guys came right with me, and then we had a great time in standing room. Found our other friends from college, and we, uh, we went to the bleachers and enjoyed it there. Yeah. I was giving that Red Sox fan a piece of my mind. Wow. Yeah, well, you always do. But that's I do. just like uh... – yeah. That's just your thing. It's a confirmed thing. I'm an asshole fan. Yeah, yeah. If you catch him at the at the at the stadium, but like I'm a great guy to talk Dude, baseball with. with his mother. He was with his mom. Yeah, just but his you mother. weren't like being mean. You were like no. Dude, it was you were fun. Just degrading me. Like are you? Oh, like you really like you enjoy this? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, then you're like, oh, you're a real Yankees fan because you you bought a Brock Holt jersey. I know. I said you're you're a real Sox fan. Well, that's kind of true. Jersey. Though. That's yeah. kind of true. He's definitely. Yeah, I respect it though. Yeah. Like if we bought like. A Chad Green jersey, like yeah, yeah, we or a Luis Sessa jersey. Yeah, it's like wow, that's, you're paying that's attention, the comp right there. Yeah. Or a yeah. Valera jersey, who's the Messiah. Apparently. But yeah, yeah, not not to give like the wrong impression. Like I know everybody that's that actually personally knows me is cringing when I say this, but like yeah. I'm not a dickhead, dickhead. But if I see a Red Sox fan, I'm always gonna start banter, and it's never like, hey buddy, get out of here, you Sox fan jerk. Yeah. But it's like. Imagine being a Red Sox fan this year. Like, wow, I'm so sorry. I mean, when it's I, degrading. I mean, when I went to rude. when I went to Fenway, I, I went with, with my mom, and mm-hmm. someone was fucking yelling at my mom. Yeah, and I'm like, see, I, I wouldn't do that. I don't ever like threaten people because I mean, if you look at me, I'm a whopping I, yeah. 170 pounds. I don't have a mic. Like, it's your mom, man. My mouth runs. Why are you, you yelling at my mom? Yeah, man? it's not necessary. Not necessary. But anyway, yeah. we, we were in the bleachers, and then that's when we saw uh, Urshela's like. <clears throat> Completely underrated and fucking ridiculous catch. Yeah, I like that happened. Like no one was reacting the way I was reacting, mm-hmm. and I was like trying to hit everybody. I was like, "Did you guys fucking see that? You yeah. know what else we saw from like, Dior? That Shella? was the most ridiculous oh, yeah. catch I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> you know life. Equally as ridiculous and absurd about Dior. His walk up song. His walk up song. Just it was like it was like a, he's, he's dude. The, that just is so him though. He's so innocent. He's, he's so perfect. He's so innocent. He like just, his walk up song. I don't, you guys probably haven't hear, heard it because we were at every fucking game, but he. His walk-up song was a Jesus song. It was like, no, I don't even know. I, it was You're Spanish, not doing it justice. It was a, span, uh, it was a, a Spanish, Spanish yeah. Jesus song. And yeah. it's just like... That's your walk-up song? I love, like, I love it. Jesus. I love that out of him. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, he is his mother's favorite kid. And like, then just like, he can have 15 <laughs> brothers, and you are the one that he's you're like, one. nobody touched Gio. Yeah. This is my, this is my I mean, boy. I mean, he's just one of those <laughs> guys my boy, you Blue. have to root for him. Like Regardless of what mm. team you have, like, why... What do you have against Gio? We were no. talking about that too. Who like could there, buy, how, there's like, some people on other teams, even the Red Sox, that like I can't hate. Like currently, Devers is just so like he's so innocent. Like yeah. so until cute. until he kills me, like he's, yeah. he's really good. But until like, until he really kills me, like year after year, he's just so like innocent. Like I can't yeah. hate him. That's it's what like Gio, Gio is. is not a problem to anybody. He doesn't. Bother he's just anybody. so cute. He gets the <laughs> job done. Yeah, and I just love watching him play. Like I yeah. can't get over that catch still. Like yeah, no, it was unreal. Like that was so difficult. So that brings us to the ding, ding, ding debate of the night. Oof. At 100% with both of them. Yeah. Oh, Gio yeah. doesn't foul a ball off his knee and his shin, and Andahar doesn't need TJ. Well, they're, yeah, they're both hurt. So I mean, Who do fine. we take to ride with from here on out? You trade one, 
It's like marry, fuck, kill, but we're just going to play trade, keep. Yeah. You trade one, you keep one. I want to hear both of your opinions, and I want to hear your justifications. So here, I have some stats on this player comp here. Yeah. You go stats, I'll go just based on sole opinion. And then I'll go back on sole opinion. Gotcha. And my gut feeling. All right. So, well, there's a little difference here, because Gio obviously hasn't played a full season. So, Gio played 91 games this year. And he's at 316 plate appearances so far. He's got the rest of the season. There's about 50 games left, so it might be around the same. It's, it's He's on pace to be exactly the same as where Miggy was last year. So Miggy played 144 games, and he had 606 plate appearances. So he's exactly where he should be if he were to continue this. Mm-hmm. So we're, bas- we're basing this off him continuing his current numbers, which is fair to assume, I think. I mean, he's done it this far. Yeah. So Gio's numbers, Gio's batting average, is 314 through that time period. And his OBP is 358 with an 871 OPS. And Miggy's, on the other hand, is 297 batting average, 328 OBP, and 855 OPS, which is all lower than Geo. Another stat that I personally enjoy is total bases. So mm, total, that's my personal one. An un- underrated stat. Look underrated stat because total bases tells you not only slugging because you're getting – it tells you still in bases. It tells you – triples, anything like that. You're scoring, you're just getting, you're doing the job. The job of baseball is to move you guys over. Get them on, get them in, get them over. If you're taking total bases, I think that matters a lot. I think that's a stat that's underlooked. Mm -hmm. So total bases, I think, I mean, Miguel Andujar's total bases for the year were 302. So that's at 144 games. Gio's total bases is 149. So that's, that's very much below the pace of Miguel Andujar. Mm-hmm. Miguel Andujar's total bases is very high. And then, on the other hand, also another thing to go into Gio, Gio has never played in his life more than 81 games in a season until this year. So that's another thing, too. Mm-hmm. And that brings you to your point. We talked a lot about the age thing. We thought Gio was a lot older than he was. He's not. He's about 20. He just turned 28. 27. 27, 28. Yeah. And Andujar is 24. So the age gap isn't as big as you'd think, and that's what you do. That's why you'd say, like, oh, yeah, Andujar easy because he has a higher ceiling, just like Glaber or something like that. But the age gap's kind of close. And it, Andujar, I mean, why don't you go into it, Damon? Why don't you go into it, your reasons why you like I mean, I think that it's those both, are the stats. They're both, they're both small sample sizes. I think that, you know, like you said, uh, Rochelle has not played an entire season. And then Duhar has yeah, had... never more than 81 games. Yeah. And... It's half Duhar, a season. Yeah, and Duhar exactly has played a, a lot, but not enough but we can be year. like... Yeah. Not enough we can be like, this is our third baseman mm-hmm. for the next five to six years. I can't say that about either of them. But, I mean, it, it's so tough, especially because, like, we don't know how... And Duhar's going to come back after his injury. We have no idea. Yeah, you don't and, know what kind of player he's going to be. And also, Urshela is proven to be, without a doubt, a better fielder. Yeah. And, I don't know. And also, it's like... But also, on the other hand, it's how much... If, we're willing, if we are willing to trade, what can we get for Andujar, who yeah, we just that's got... That's a big thing, too. Who mm-hmm. just who got has higher trade, trade value. Who, yeah. who makes the team better off? Like, both of these moves... With the guy in the lineup and the haul we get from that trade of that player, how are we after that? Yeah, I think that if I think, I mean, I live, I love Andujar to death. I mean, I fucking love that guy. But I love both of them. I know, but I'm saying, got a Jesus for <laughs> the the faith of the team and the better betterness of the team. It's 
I just I thought about this just now, top of my head. Maybe I'll regret it later, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it because fuck it. I think that Andujar is has a better trade value right now because he's younger. He's proven to be a good player, and he might come off an injury. But Tommy John, you know, he could still fucking hit. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. But Oshella right now, he I I am pretty confident he will play equally as good next season yep. if he starts so, his entire season. My thing here, though is if you're saying his trade value is higher and he's just recently off an injury. Yeah. Do you need Miggy to play a little bit to prove to teams that he... I don't think it's going to do anything. Do I don't think it's going to do anything. I think that's worse off for us, but I think for other teams, they want to see him play. Yeah, but the, you, on the other hand, what if he comes back and sucks and that just hurts us even more? At the same time, though, the trade might happen over the offseason, though. So that's what I'm we won't, we won't yeah. Even, yeah, they won't even have an option of yeah. seeing him play. I don't think... I think either... Either he plays or he gets traded. I mean, it's yeah. like... So to dive into this, like my personal opinion, before we really dove into this, I was thinking, like, I personally do like Geo better, but I thought that logic would bring me back down to Andahar. And I don't think that there's a bad point to be made about either of them for why you picked them. Like, I think both of them are justified, but the way I see and it both is... Both are pretty young, too, yeah. so it's not even like The age gap like, was less than I thought it was between yeah. them. Therefore, I'm taking Geo... Not only for the age gap, but like he's in his prime. The confidence I have every time he gets to the plate, his fielding percentage, he's among the top fielding third basemen that we've ever seen. A hundred percent. And like Andahar, who's already not a great third baseman, coming off a of Tommy John, like how do we make a bad third baseman coming off a of surgery yeah. better? Yeah, like that, that's just going to be hard. And yeah. like, Andahar was Doc Doubles. He loved those doubles down the and line. I, I know, two bags. Like, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. We can say like you know when he did play the the season when he like we thought he was getting a surgery and then he was like you know flirting with surgery but it was still playing and then like batted below the Mendoza line. Mm. I know, like we can't. He say, was hurt. I know. We can, I know we can't say that, but it's all mm. I know. But like. Just kind of throwing out some more. Yeah, he more played what, there. four games this year. Yeah, sorry, right. that for because right. you know. So we're talking a lot about the two. So let's. Why don't we go around and pick who? If you had a gun to your head and you had to choose which one of these two to continue for the year and which one to trade, I'm to taking be? Gio. I'm, he's my ride or die guy. Yeah, and I'm trading Andahar. What's, what's the main reason why? What's the deciding factor for you? The fielding, the confidence when he's up, and knowing that I think there will be a bigger return for Miggy in the trade market. And we still will have yeah. Geo for the next five, six, yeah. seven years. With the upside, yeah, I think yeah. the trade value. Uh, I, tra- I think the trade value is like a Glaber esque sort of thing with yeah. the upside, and that'll be more appealing to teams. I'm, I'm saying Geo as well because I think that you know he has struggled as not not a Yankee, but when he's in Cleveland, he like didn't have his spotlight moment yet. He didn't have his spot on a team yet. And then he finally yeah. got to the Yankees and kind of earned his spot. Yeah. And it looks, yeah. like, looks like he's comfortable now. Yeah, well, that, well, that was something I was saying, too, before. Like, Gio never actually had a, a, a time. Like I said, he never played more than 81 games in a year. Yeah. So he never had a time where, I mean, you everybody knows that you can't get in a groove if you're not that constant player in the lineup. Penciled in every single day, no matter what. Yeah. Like, we've seen it in Gary. Gary last year had a bad year because he was in and out of the lineup every single day. Like, you're never going to get that production out of him because you can't get in a streak. Yeah. Okay, baseball is a streaky game. The Yankees just won, by the way. We and just they, swept we the, just swept the Red Sox. So, so we are that. actually up to date with you guys now. So now we can talk. Love that. Everything you guys know. So what I was saying, though, he's never he can't get in a streak, you know. Mm. So with that being said, this is the first year. I mean, even, even this year as well, he hasn't been able to get in a streak either because he's in and out of the lineup, like whatever happens with the, the infield, the rotations and everything like that. Yeah. 
So I again, I'm I'm going with Geo because of that reason, and then also because I think yeah. right now that the trade value for Mickey is higher, and you know I think Geo yeah. Geo till I die. Yeah, I think once he's that everyday player, I think yeah. that that's the point I was trying to make. Once he's that everyday player, I think his stats right now. I mean, he's he's there's nothing that made him seem like he was the worst player. He's he's coming every day. He's still hitting three fourteen, maybe mm-hmm. more. I don't even know after today, yeah. but. If he's the everyday player, I have that much more confidence. Yeah. And he, like I said, he has that feeling of confidence at the plate where yeah. he's just that dude. Like, he'll get a hit. And he's, so I, the, my, my pick is also Gio. But yeah. that, and that's not a slight at yeah. Andujar at all. No, I, he's a phenomenal I, player. Andujar is one of my favorite players. I just think we can get as a baseball. And this also doesn't mean we have to get rid of both. Like, why can't we have both? <laughs> we can. We easily can have both. But I'm, we're saying if there was a crossroads and yeah. if there was a trade suitor for one of the two, I think in a perfect world we could get something big out of Andujar and a good mm-hmm. deal for maybe a pitcher or something, a starting pitcher, yeah, and a young pitcher or something like that, yeah, for sure. And I think Gio would be a great all-around player because yep. he brings that yeah. defense to, to the to the side too. Yeah, yeah so we all sure. agreed on that, which yeah. I'm surprised about. Yeah, yeah. I know. we usually about. disagree on most things. But uh, it's been a year. Sorry to cut you off. No, go but for it. It's been a year that like. One thing I always try to avoid is being that Yankee fan that's just jumped ship so quick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, this has just been such a year that it's so easy to do that because you have these guys like Gio that come up to a role and they're, like, that guy all of a sudden. And you don't want to just forget about Andahar. And you don't want to, like, when when DD was gone and DJ was going so well, like, we man, we obviously were never like, yeah, we don't need DD, uh, But it's just so easy. And now with Stanton even, it's like, Oh, we don't really need them. But, like, yeah. I still love all those guys. But Gio's the only one where I don't feel like we're being like, okay, you're the fair-weather Yankee fan. This guy's here. This guy's now. So you like him. Yeah. I do, honestly, like, after weighing the options, I pick Gio. Yeah. But another thing that we're going to have to focus on, because, like, we just swept the Red Sox, which is great. And we're moving into a Big playoff PR. heap. So, like, who who are our guys? What's our rotation for the playoffs, do you think? We don't have another option. What do you mean? No, oh, you're saying with like, like who's our three coming back and like who's oh, our you're three? Saying the order because I mean, taking into account that Sevy will be back yeah, for the I, playoffs. I don't think he'll be a starter, but I think he'll be back. And Montgomery yeah, that's is the thing. supposed to be back. He's not going to start, but you got say CC's back. Who are, who are your three? But my point here, and I think this goes to what we were trying to do at the deadline at the last second at the buzzer. We we're trying to get more bullpen arms with the Shane Green didn't really work out, but we'll have Dellen. Dellen, I'm no, I'm saying well, we're yeah. we're trying to move into that bullpen team. Like mm-hmm. we can we can try to like the league's turning into like an opener. Like we're starting to do more yeah. different things. Games changing. I think they were trying to see like flirt with maybe this playoffs is something that they yeah. they try and test it out. See like hey, can we bullpen? Can we bullpen playoff yeah. games? And I think with those arms that are coming back, like even the Mon- even even the Montgomery, like that adds a mm-hmm. playoff arm. Like that adds a bullpen arm. Mm-hmm. At the very least, you can yep. throw him out there for an inning if he's good. He used to be pretty good. So I mean him. Dellen, even if Sebi's not starting, possibly could be starting. Yeah. But if he's not, we at least get something out of him. And just and to think jump that on your we point. Have, we just have arms. So we have, we have innings yeah. is the point I'm making. Just to jump on your point starters. is like, that's never, it's, trends in the MLB always hit the Yankees later, I feel like. Because the Yankees yeah. are just such They're a tradition-rooted team. They're old school. And like, you look at the Yankees rotation the last time we went to the playoffs, like you got CeCe going at least seven. You got AJ Burnett going six or seven. Mm-hmm. And you that's have Andy Pettit day. going seven. But like that's not how the league is now, and that's just not how it's our just, rotation is built. So yeah. like, it, we're looking at you have to play those, to your strengths. We're looking at so those, why why those why try like today today for example, 
I said before we should have pulled Hap a little earlier mm-hmm. than we did, and he, we tried to stretch him. So why why yeah, why I try and stretch to. why try and stretch the MLB yeah. average mm-hmm. or the old average where people are going seven innings at least in yeah. full games? Like why are we gonna try and stretch and like, that just to get that stat that quality yeah. start rather than know for a fact that he's not gonna do well mm-hmm. past the six? It or makes fifth. you feel good when you see it when you see it and you see those guys get through six. I like, get it. You're like, fuck it's yeah. A personal it's personal It's just we don't need to do that. But at that, that point, if it's if the numbers are there and you know that he's mm-hmm. not going to do well, then we why 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 not pull Hat before that yeah. sixth inning, two back-to-back home runs? Like, why not just put in Sessa there? Sessa's been good this year. So game one of the playoffs, we start who? I think we all agree here. Domingo. Really? I so apparently we don't. I don't, think, I don't think it's conclusive. I don't know why you said we all agree I here. I just thought that we'd all say Tanaka. I, yeah, I, I think Tanaka does – Turn it on, Tanaka. Tanaka, Tanaka loves the playoffs. Tanaka, Tanaka. No, we'll just we'll cut that out. We'll, I tried it. We'll, we'll cut that out. I tried it. We'll, that. we'll make that a t-shirt throw. That's not going to be it. Though. <laughs> just no. throw it at me. But good, think, good effort. I, I I personally would probably take. I mean, it all depends, though. Okay. I, I I was going to say maybe Paxton, but he's not. No, he, I I'm saying Paxton of May. Paxton of May before he got hurt was sick. And that's what we traded for. That's the packs we traded for. But it's not that. that. I mean, la- last start he was he was really lights out. But I yeah. mean, we'll see what we'll see what Tanaka brings. Yeah. What is he next tomorrow? Probably. Yeah. I would I would pick Tanaka. I would pick Tanaka because I know his playoff playoff experience. I go to Tanaka, resume. and then I go to Domingo, and then we also don't know what we're getting out of Domingo too. Yeah. Here's the thing though, and like we've been hearing it all year. What if it is time for that opener with? With Paxton. Do you do that in the play? Oh, with Paxton. Like, you need an opener. He hates the first I inning. Think if He's allergic ever, to it. If there's ever a time to test it out, I think it's against the Orioles in it's this now, stretch. yeah. But nobody, we're not going to do it. It's just need, not how you the need to. Yeah, You're never going to do that. No. I mean, but, it's also a slight at Paxton's. Like, say, dude, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you do. This is what I want to see there, in the playoffs. There's a, there's a I want to see Tanaka pitch a game, bullpen come in. I want to see Domingo pitch as long as he can. Bullpen come in, and then I want to see Paxton get me through three strong. Sevy come in, throw three more strong, and then bullpen finish the game. Like I want Sevy to be in that long relief role. Yeah, and I, I like want that. it to be sort of a planned thing. Like you know, this guy doesn't have depth, and like maybe it's if Hap was a starter in the playoffs, he won't be. I doubt it. But if he was, like that's the perfect guy to do it with because Hap is like Hap is strong at the beginning unless he gives up those first inning home runs. But Hap is good for two home runs in one inning. You don't know when. Could be the first inning. Could be the mm-hmm. sixth inning. But Hap is going to give you that inning where he's going to give up two home runs and meltdown. So, like, as soon that as you even today. sniff that. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you even sniff that. Take him out. That's why Put I in Seve. And that's, that's what, what I, I want. Oh, I yeah. want Seve there. Because that also brings Seve's you. Seve's a stopper. I mean, it's also a thing about, like, whether or not. We don't know how Seve's going to be, whether he even comes back. First of all, like, hope he, he's looking like he is. But. Sevy's got that. Regardless of what he's throwing, you know. It, we're such an analytics game nowadays that. You know what he's throwing to you, and it kind of mind fucks you. Like it kind of throws you off to begin with. Like you know you're gonna get something crazy. Like if I'm going against Verlander, mm-hmm. I know I have to be ready for that curveball that starts at my eyes and ends at my toes. Like mm-hmm. like that, and that kind of fucks with you. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean that, that with that, just like that confidence that he has, and everything like that, everything about him, like the Stroman type confidence. Well, no, fuck that. The Sevy type confidence that Stroman has. It's just something different that you have to game plan for. It's like judging the box. Like you know, you can't throw him a strike. You're yeah. gonna have to throw him something outside, low and away slider. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just that feeling, that presence on the mound is what I was trying to get at. Yeah, I agree. And that, that actually takes me to another reliever we have, which is we we're another point we were trying to make is how underrated Adovino has been Adi. this year. 
Guy didn't make the fucking all-star team. I fucking love him. Guys, he has a one, th- like three something ERA around there. He's playing wiffle ball. He yeah. throws a wiffle ball. Dude, watching him pitch live the other day from center field and watching mm. that ball actually the best tail angle the to much see, it, yeah. as much it does. It's so stupid. Holy crap. It's so stupid. Like, I've always known his like slider is just like ridiculous, mm-hmm. but seeing it that close and that mu- how much it tails, mm-hmm. holy crap. Yeah, that, that ball, I, awesome. I can't, I'm good at throwing a football. And humble brag. Humble brag. I'm pretty good, but the man, brother. I can <laughs> I can't throw a wiffle ball like that. Like he, the fact that he didn't make an All Star team is crazy. And I don't know. It's the stupid. Every team needs. To that's have a the thing. That's yeah. a, that's so a big thing. Stupid. That's a big thing. Because you know who made it in his spot? Because that because when you when every team needs a rep, mm-hmm. that immediately from the get go, an Oriole elim- needs to make it. El- yeah, when an Oriole. That's what I was going to get at because yeah. an Oriole reliever made it. Yeah. So. Every single team from the get-go needs a spot. So the teams like the Marlins, the Orioles, the like this, the Mariners, teams like that, they mm-hmm. get us. They get. It's like you're winning the smartest. Not that you're you're, yeah. you're getting a participation trophy. You're just yeah. getting. You're not a real all-star, and you know that. Like I wouldn't even want that. Because if, if we don't do that though, if you don't do that, then the AL team is literally going to be the Yankees, Red Sox, Indians, Twins, Athletics. Yeah, of course. Best of. But because that's all no, you need. Because that's the oh and the Rays. But think, like but that's the five, AL. You got it. Yeah. I, but I think five. There's five teams that don't deserve. You don't have an all star this year. You don't yeah. deserve. You're not an all star. You, you don't. Don't, don't force it. it. And then if you force it, that takes people's yeah. spots. Like Ottavino, well, he should have been one of the first people chosen, but mm. he would could have made that spot, and he didn't because some guy yeah. I, don't, I don't even know his name. He's not even worth me looking up his name on the Orioles makes no, the all star team, and other people like. Voigt didn't make it because Vogelbach decided to be on the Mariners this yeah. year, and he needed I mean, a representative. It's also just like, like a, it's a crazy like popularity thing because like Judge was in the top ten of outfielders and played less than half the exactly. season. Exactly, yeah. it's, so like, yeah. it's so stupid. I think it's less about that though. I know. Like, I'm just saying it's another. The fans another sometimes factor. do well. Like they they put in uh, they put in uh, Polanco this year. Like that was a good pick. Like you put in. Urshela made a fan vote. Like that was mainly us, though. We have a good fan base. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, yeah but I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's just us. another factor that goes in. That just like, yeah. what are you guys doing? I think it should just be like the, the coaches or something. Like just something like, yeah, I don't know. Like like the ML, like the NFL top 100 players. Like they vote the top 100. It's a it's a player vote. I think that could be good too. Yeah, no one's gonna, and you can't vote for yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, this was a this was a fantastic weekend, and I think that uh, one of the things that we mentioned in the previous previous episode was the rivalry between the Red Sox and the Yankees. And I I keep saying that, you know, I know we weren't, you know, we weren't watching the old rivalry that much because of you know our age and not being alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I I personally don't think that the intensity is there as it was yeah. previously. And I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of different, you know, opinions that might go into why that actually is. Some people might, might disagree. Some people might say that it is more intense now, but mm-hmm. I, I personally don't. I think it's a multitude of factors. I think it's, I think it's a lot of, it's, it's the fact that this rivalry is just starting. It's resurging right now. And I mean, we didn't have had the time to hate each other yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think this is a new group of guys, and they they need to start hating each other. Need they they it's like oh we're we're in the show now. We all love each other. We're all having a great opportunity. You once you play that person for ten years in a row, you're gonna start yeah. to hate him if you meet him in the World Series or the, the ALCS for a long time. And they 
they do something, the one guy plucks you, and you get in a fight. Like, like it, 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 something's gonna, something's I mean, gotta ever, click, and it's the, it's the frequency of seeing them. And I think that's why we can never compare the two right yeah. now. Yeah, I think this is an afterthought. Ten years from now, like which one was better? But that's yeah. the main. I thing I mean, for like me. the only people who fought on the Red Sox Yankees current roster right now is Tyler Austin and fucking Kelly, yeah. and they're both gone. But that was the spark of it. I think that's the beginning. And they're, they're both gone. So that's when like... we knew the rivalry was back, though. That was that yeah. was a big, that was a big turning that. the page thing. But now but, they're both gone, and yeah. it's like no one else. Like who's gonna fight? Like Boots, like us. <laughs> boots. Yeah, bets, bets, and fucking Judge boots. aren't. <laughs> bets and Judge are not gonna fucking fight each other. I mean, no, I mean we know. You know why we were talking about this? They just make so much goddamn money. But they don't yet. Judge does not make that much money yet. Yeah, but not, he also not, not has as a an salary. Adidas deal. Yeah, not as a salary. Yeah. But like, and he knows he's about to get paid. They but just make also, so much Judge, fucking money. I just don't see Judge and, why would you and fight Bets. Judge? I mean, you get your fucking Maybe ass you kicked. Fucking mind. But why? No one, what, what does that matter? Like, you're just saying he's going to get hurt and not be able to play, or what? No, because he's fucking six. Oh eight. no, yeah, that, I mean, Judge versus Mookie. I'm, no, I'm and not like, about that, but like, no, what does the I'm money have to like, do with anything like oh, that? Oh, because like you're making so much money. Why do you like? Why would you get upset? Because that's it's past that they made too much money to care about the money anymore. Like the money's there, they're never, they're financially. But I'm sound. saying like they're all like superstars, and there's these there's these big guys with like living great lives, and like yeah, but they all like each other. That. They're not. Gonna, that's, I mean, it does before though, they were I making a lot of money too. They were making a lot of money before too. Yeah, yeah. the game. The and Arod was still you. fighting, and I get it. But yeah. I'm just saying like now these guys, it's like. Baseball is coming back in a big way, and all these young guys are put at the spotlight of it, and they're all just like these personalities. Like Aaron Judge is not that dickhead personality, and he gets paid to not be that dickhead personality. Yeah, but and like the- he gets fired up, yeah. But like they don't have that. Yeah, we're playing the Red Sox this weekend. Fuck these guys, kind of thing. It's yeah. like we we're playing the Red Sox this weekend. We're the New York Yankees, so we're you know gonna what? go in there and and beat them. You know, what I could see happen. I could see Brian Brazier fighting somebody. Yeah, on the fucking Red Sox. Brian, Brian Brazier. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter what his first name is. What else does he have to fucking do? Why? Because his crooked neck. Like <laughs> he, just, crooked he seems man. like that kind. If of If he fights somebody on the Yankees, the Yankees are gonna make his neck the other way crooked. Like <laughs> Judge is gonna kick him so hard that he just bends backwards like an owl. When I think of the roster, I don't see. Urshela endeavors getting into a fight. I don't see Judge and Betts getting into a fight. You have to fight position by position. <laughs> you're going I'm just making it easier way. for people to understand. I'm just trying to put it in perspective. I don't know. I think I think once that guy is beating you time after time, you get pissed. Like at, at first, right now, you can't see it because it's early on. That's why I keep saying like, but if that guy's like killing you and one little thing bothers you, like. All it takes is one guy, like a hothead. Like, I would love LeMahieu to just go off. I mean, LeMahieu is a silent gonna, killer. He's never going to get in a fight. The silent life. killer. Yeah, what would LeMahieu do? I don't know, but that's the sort of thing. He'd probably like, go around giving people like demerits. But no one knows what he does because he's so silent. He's a silent killer. He actually is. He I'm could scared. just he could just like, turn it on one day and we'd have no idea. What do you think he's like in the locker room? Like, hello, DJ. Up, hello, man? guys. No, I think he's just like, yo, he, he probably is the chillest guy ever. Yeah. He just likes hitting baseballs, and that's mm-hmm. why he's on a team. Like, mm-hmm. Who else are you going to fight on the Red Sox? Are like, you going to fight David Price? That guy is, No, mean, they have fightable actually, people. He's we actually, don't. No, he's actually yeah. built to be in a fight because he wears a fucking mouth guard. Like, that thing yeah. looks like he's chewing on a no, live No, but they live, have fightable people. And that don't. thing looks like he's chewing on a live straw. Maybe we're biased <laughs> because like, we're not fans of that. I would like, see like Gardner fighting. I would see yeah, like Stanton fighting. Well, he's also, Stan a, he's also a carryover, though, from the old rivalry. Yeah. Like I could see DD DD nah. getting fired up enough to fight, but like he's never gonna go out there and look no. for it. He's a knight. <laughs> like Mike Ford would get in a fight. Mike Ford, like not, Luke Voigt. Luke Ford's Voigt would not, go yeah, up yeah, swinging. Mike Ford's not a fucking yeah. Man. Encarnacion would go up there. Swinging. I would see Benintendi get into a fight. Gary would fight. Benintendi's a little prick. Hicks would fight. Yeah, Hicks. One hundred percent Hicks would Hicks fight. Hicks would kick ass. Yeah. 
Talk yeah. with yeah. fight. Yeah, they're no, all. We got fighters. We need. We need. We need Brazier to judges throw. That, yeah. We need Brazier to throw high and inside to Hicks to get to see some spark. Yeah, and he needs to pimp the next one, the next walk, like he always does. Yeah, and it's just gonna be the end of it. That's another thing is that that like we talk about how like Hicks pimps his his hits, Everything. but like he pimps a he walk. pimps it. I say this all the time. He pimps it to himself. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't pivot for the crowd, and that's why we know now that we like we. Our question before to prelude this was, Hicks pimps everything. We yeah. see it every day, but we see another team who pimp one one home run, or they stare at it too long, whatever the fuck it may be. Yeah, and they they get thrown out the very next pitch. Hicks, and and Hicks never gets thrown at. And yeah. we were wondering why. Like, why is that? And Damon thought what? Well, because he's he's like. He's not doing it to show off to the pitcher. He's just doing it to just, like, fire himself and his teammates up. And I don't think he's pimping the home run to be, like, fuck you to the pitcher. I think he's just doing it just because, like, that's his. That's just who he is. Like, he doesn't He doesn't stare at the pitcher. He just flips his bat and just puts his head down. Like, it's just, like, yeah, so much. That could be it. It's just so much, so much swag to himself mm-hmm. that he just, like, it's just, like, a feel-good thing for himself. But he it, just, like, puts his head down and just starts running. But at the same time, like... Like if you're, how, if you're, how do you know that as the pitcher? Like, how do you know that that's just Hicks? We know that because we're watching him every single day. Like, but the pitchers usually don't. I mean, they can interpret they it don't any way they want. That too, too but much. he's not. He's not staring at the pitcher, like trying to provoke something. I know. I get that, and he's not doing like what Dietrich does. Or he, like, Dietrich yeah, will literally yeah. sit there in the box and like, not move and chew his gum. He's a hittable guy. That guy's a beast. I would have him fighting for me. I yeah. fucking love him. I love yeah. when they, I love when they just fucking do he's curls in the locker room. Yeah, they always wear no sleeves for no reason. And he's Doc Ock. He's well, Puig's not there anymore. But all right, yeah, well let's guy. let's get into something else. Let's get into like what about the Rays? We talk a lot about the Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even talked about the Rays and the Rays are how many games back? I think, yeah, uh, I think the Rays. Like the, eight, the, like we now. just now defeated the Red Sox. They're not going to win no. the division this year, and the Rays are not out. Like we, we need to start talking about the Rays. I mean, that's the the beautiful thing about the Rays and the Red Sox now is like they're kind of done playing us. And yeah, like, the Rays have I want to say two games left against us. Yeah, the head to head's a big thing, and we like now have pretty much just solidified that we've we've won the season series with the Rays and we've won the season series with flying colors against the Red Sox. I mean, I think we have – do we what do we have, like two or three more games against them, if that? Uh, I think in September we play well, yeah, no, this is, this is, this is I, yeah, I wrote, down, I wrote down the AL East record we have. To, against the other teams in the AL East, against the O's we're 10-2. and two. Against the Red Sox we're now 11-4 and because we won tonight. Against the Rays, we're twelve and five, and against the Blue Jays, for we are like the O's from last year. Last year we could not beat the O's, and the Blue Jays are the, the thorn in our side. But we have a lot more games against them too. But we're six and three against them, which are still a winning record. Overall, we're thirty-eight and fourteen. Yeah, so, hey, we're gonna win this division. I mean, that's like, it's almost. Huh. I mean, safe that's. To I mean, say. that's how you win. That's my question: Is is the division lead safe well, right well, now? Rel, did you, I think it is, but like we're obviously gonna have to keep playing baseball. Yeah, but Rel, did you write down how many head-to-heads we have left with them? With who? The Rays and the Red Sox. The Rays is two. Very little. The Rays is two. Very Red Sox little. is like three or four. Three or four, yeah. It's so, probably another series each. So, like, those who, that's who we have to worry about. So, like, the Rays are kind of fucked. Like, the Rays yeah. needed the Red Sox to do something. I mean, the Red Sox, They yeah. wanted the division, but at the same time, the Rays want the wild cards. So yeah. The Rays, it was almost a win-win yeah. for them, this series, and it went very lopsided in one direction. And I think that we're, like, we're good. We're, we're good very, with this yeah. division. And I think we hope 
at the Rays win now. Like yeah. we gotta. Well, that was it's my no question, longer yeah. like we just hate the Red Sox so much that it's so hard to ever be like, yeah, let's go Sox. Well, yeah. we'll never say that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see them in, in the playoffs. If they win the exactly, wild card, I'd rather, they, they could still they kicked our ass last series. I'm so much more scared yeah. of the Red Sox than I ever will be of the Rays. I mean, the Red Sox had an opportunity. This yeah. I wrote down they, the door the, closed. The last they had for 14 game stretch yeah. that was against the Yankees yeah. for four. Then it was against the Rays for four, and then it was against us for another four. And in that stretch, they won three games. Yeah, like they won recently, the three against us. They got swept by the Rays, yeah. and they got swept by us just now. The analogy that I put to it in the recent years is that with the uh, Red Sox, they're like our twin that we just hate and we like to bicker with, and the Red Sox are like our little brother. I mean, the Rays <laughs> are like our little brother. Like, yeah. I'm not worried like about they're the trying, Rays. They're, they're I'll, they're I'll fucking they spit on the Rays. They were, oh, we're but, here, but here, listen to this though, because you know, with the with regards to the AL wild card. You know the it's pretty tight. I mean, we got we got Cleveland and the Rays. Like Cleveland is currently the number one wild card, and they're in a heated division. Yeah, race. I think it's going to be them or the Cleveland's Twins. a little better than we yeah. think. We were all discounting them, and say, and Leto was always saying like, oh, like, like what, what? It's the it's the Indians and the and the Athletics in the leader yeah. that were fine. Like now he's he said the season. Well, then, he said well, the then season is canceled. The the, <laughs> the the Rays are are two games back from Cleveland in the wild card, and then it's Oakland. And then well, it's the Red Sox. Who's in the two? Who are the two spots right now? It's Cleveland and the Rays. So they're not. And oh, two Oakland's game, two like game a half game, game back. Right? And Oakland's a half game. Yeah. And then it's Red Sox, Rangers, Angels. So they're. I love not being in that conversation. I want the Angels to come up and just take well, we it. Yeah. Well, we I haven't won. We haven't won since 2012. The the. the Division. I, this is so it, refreshing. It's so refreshing. Like, oh my god, I Wait, love talking all, about. I don't, don't want to go on such a cha- tangent, but did you guys see the fucking Pedro Martinez say oh, they were sick? They were sick with swine <laughs> yeah, flu what during bitch. the 09 like, World why Series. You, why are you Grow bringing up. that back up? Grow Ten up. years Grow ago. Up. Grow the fuck up. Ten please. years ago, you're gonna bring that back up right that now. That was a decade ago. He's just so obsessed. Fuck salt, off. That's that's the definition of salt Disney. Like, he, fuck he's He's so pissed about that. Get the hell out of here, Pedro. To this day, just stop. But yeah, I think it's just so nice to not be regarded in this goddamn wild card race. Like we went to the wild card game last year, and that was the most fun I've ever had at a baseball game. And boy, did I love it! Uh-huh. But I that don't want to fucking go again. No, no. I want to go to game one of the ALDS. I'm fucking sick of these wild cards. I get so stressed. I out shit. Watching these I wild shit card. my pants. I sit <laughs> I with a full diaper all game, games. and I'm just like, fuck, please. I mean, every pitch matters. It just comes every, through. The crashing whole, burn. The whole like, season is packed into. Every single pitch, like, mm-hmm. you could lose the game it's on so one stupid. pitch. The whole 162 game season, yeah. sometimes 163 for the Brewers and them, but yeah. it's all packed in one. It's nerve wracking. So we're not going to be there this year. So going like, forward, goes right. yeah. So going forward into this playoffs, this recent stretch and from here on out, the starting pitching, they're almost auditioning. They are. They're auditioning to see who's the ace of we're the staff. See. Like we were saying before, who we'd pick? I'd pick Tanaka right now, but. They're literally auditioning mm-hmm. to, who's the who's the starting pitcher, who's the starter of of the playoffs. Yeah. I, I'm just going with Domingo just because if he's on, then he he's is the best. On. Yeah, but you don't know what you're getting out of the playoffs. Cause mm-hmm. I know it. that's the only reason I say that because yeah. like I think I, like a a good uh, yeah. Domingo in a game mm-hmm. and with his fire, like I will take him every day on a good day. But I do agree that Tanaka is a safer bet because he is more you've consistent. Yeah, you've seen it too, and he's more consistent. And he's and I've seen it. But Domingo, the way he's been pitching and the way yeah. that he is just sometimes just lights out. I don't know. Yeah. But I think I think the ace is kind of diluted at this point. I think, like we were saying before, no, no, I mean, no for us specifically, what we were saying before, no, I said with, we don't have one. Oh, we don't. Yeah, since we don't have one, I don't think the ace is really. 
a necessary yeah. thing. Like yeah. I think with this with the bullpen thing and the extra arms, I like I said, the main thing for me is innings. We need to get innings out of these guys. And, and if we have extra arms that can do that long relief like the Montgomerys and the Severinos, do we really need no. a starter to and go not seven? That wild card game means like I exactly. don't really give a fuck who they exactly. just and we Let's still fucking got, win games. And we still got these guys like yeah. Sessa, who has a 3-9-1 ERA this year, go dating before this game. Like, all those guys like that, mm-hmm. and, and Cort- Nestor Cortez, and guys who can have the long... We have a lot of long relief guys, God willing, with, with right now that we have with the Chad Green, too. All these guys, along with the Severino and Montgomery coming back, and Batances. And we have so many innings yeah. out of this team, and I think it's... I think That's why I think, I as I got thinking over this trade deadline nonsense and not getting a starting pitcher. I'm I've much I've very much come to terms with we don't really need a starting pitcher and yeah. I'm very okay with yeah. doing the do the short innings on on a spread out over a bunch of arms because yeah. we have a lot of good arms. For yeah. sure. We don't need to stretch it. We don't yeah, have to be, so, it can be yeah. unconventional and if it if it's unconventional and it works then it becomes mm-hmm. the new conventional thing we put the whole league on notice and we say we you could do this too. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, so I, I think, think um, as we start to uh, wrap this up, yep. we got uh, this week we have three games versus the Orioles, and then we got three games against the Blue Jays, and that will take us to our our next our next episode. And yep. next episode is a special one because we'll uh, introduce to you the rest of the the rest of the gang. Yeah, I think I won't be there, but Fuller and Rel, if you want to chime in and tell them what yeah, that's so. going to be about. Yeah. We're going to we're going to the Dirty H, good old Hamden, Connecticut, to celebrate your boy turning twenty one. So the whole gang's gonna be there, and we're gonna let the other four dummies hop on the podcast and show you what they're made of, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Get to hear from other idiots that aren't us, and uh, yeah. But what else, what else are we gonna do with the uh, with the debate? The new yeah, the, we're, the new format. We're, we're, we're thinking about mixing in since we're gonna have so many so many people locked in. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if everyone's seen the. Uh, don't make me laugh videos on YouTube, but the, apparently there's just a couple people who tell like really corny videos and they try to make the other person laugh. And that has nothing to do with what I'm saying right now. But <laughs> the premise is, is that it's four people, two teams of two, and they got to tag each other in. So when someone runs out of runs out of jokes, they tag their teammate in, and then the next person comes in with more points to say. So we're thinking of doing something along the lines of that where we have three teams of two so there's six people we don't really call it teams we call it groups <laughs> those three groups of two so we're not competing with each other mm-hmm. and oh, we are. you can tag in in and out and we'll we have no idea how it's gonna work yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna play around with it but it might be really disorganized it might it's because i mean it's a little tough to talk with three people on the mics give everybody a time to talk so i mean it could be go well could go really 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 wrong yeah to which we'll still post it because unfiltered on this podcast but yeah, we'll let. We'll you have guys a, are going to be. We'll with have us a lot. We'll have a lot of different opinions because we'll have about what twelve people that are going to go in and out. Yeah. Whether it be all of our whole team and then other friends that are going to be the audience. It's going to be fun. Could be could go really well. Could go really bad. Yep. Stay tuned. So, we'll we'll check back in with you next week after hopefully three two great series against these rookie teams, these college ball teams that we get to just go piss on. Couldn't hopefully have come all things go time. well. Hopefully we get our reinforcements back soon. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're actually all awake for the end of this one, which is a pleasant yeah. surprise. And hopefully more of the same going forward. So thank you guys. Let's go Yanks. Let's go Yanks. La, 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 la. Yeah, I'm better at a 1-0. La, 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 la. Now we're-
now we at the same house party La 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 If you wanna waste time, baby, waste your time with me in California Hey baby, waste your time with me in California Oh shit, you born in the Hamptons, I heard that's expensive Damn, and you famous on Insta, your pics is a blessing I think you could be a centerfold No need for the money though Hey baby, waste your time with me in California Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me We all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being And proper recovery for top-notch performance That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.